Jacqueline Marfuji, and this is What's Your Jersey Podcast. I am sitting on top of the world right now, uh, or basically on top of Los Angeles, just staring out at my future home, I would like to call it, the uh, Chateau Marmont. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a magical day. We are hanging out um, with Jessica J, who we're going to talk about a lot. That's not the introduction for you. Um, she is not the guest. <laughs> <laughs> she just basically <laughs> turned my guest and I into supermodels. Um, <laughs> so this podcast is about how to become a supermodel. No, it's not. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to set the scene for you. It's gray. It's pouring rain in Los Angeles. So you're welcome, everyone who doesn't live in Los Angeles. It does get shitty here. Um And I just want to say thank you to everyone. I've been getting a lot of feedback, especially on the last episode with Chris Medina, the psychic. And I'm going to I'm going to talk to my guest this week all about what's already occurred that he predicted. Uh, So if you want to book a session with him, go to www.chrismedina.guide. This is not a sponsored post. He's just the shit. Um, (laughs) I'm trying not to talk before you introduce me. And I feel like such a like statue. I'm just like... (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to introduce you right now because I can't wait to talk to you. Um, You guys, uh, my guest this week, I feel like she's had nine lives, um, Mm. many different career paths. Two today, bangs and before bangs. (laughs) A lot is happening. It's all happening. Um, uh, She likes to say that she's like if Tina Fey and Anna Nicole Smith had a baby. Oh my gosh, Jacqueline. Yes. Yeah, that's you. I feel like we can add a few more things onto that though. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. (laughs) We can raise the bar in 2018 from who your parents are going to be. Um, She's a former therapist, Mm -hmm. (laughs) former therapist, former uh, Bud Light girl. Yes. Uh, She's been in Playboy, which uh, little Jacqueline, that was like a goal. Yeah. So I'm really jealous about that. Uh, But you recognize this angel manifesting I don't want to call you a witch but like please do which of a human being uh. <laughs> from her own podcast superficial magic yeah and she's co-host of Adderall and Compliments of the Annapol Sisto. thank you for being here Megan Granger hi Jacqueline I'm hi. so excited <laughs> this worked out so oddly but I feel like we're in the right place at the right time we're just living our best life right mm-hmm. now on the couch this was not planned no not at all I woke up this morning and I thought I was going to get my lashes redone by Jessica J or touched up for a little photo shoot and that I was gonna go to a gynecologist appointment and then head and teach a class <laughs> well we're both gonna look at your pussy <laughs> <laughs> goals I knew I came here for a reason yes I literally wait who was talking about shaving this morning and I thought <laughs> there was a model slash photographer here earlier and she was talking about having to shave her badge and I thought Jessica was gonna like put fake eyelashes on that I was like oh yeah that would be really interesting yeah yeah but she was posing for bikini photos so (laughs) I did not realize that I would also be posing for bikini photos so I came over looking I mean not I I, I don't I I don't even know how what to compare myself to not a not a good person you're the most annoying person I know because you literally rolled out of bed Uh, uh, Jacqueline (laughs) let's take it down a notch I looked terrible (laughs) 
I walk in here and Jessica J cuts me a pair of bangs. <laughs> Puts like 20 seconds of makeup on me. That's better than any makeup I've done in my entire life. It's not fair. And then this girl's like, okay, well, will you go put on my bikini and we'll just take a few pictures? And, and it wasn't just like a basic bikini. This was like nude with a white lace overlay. It, it was very intense. Yeah. It was aggressive. And so she's really tall and skinny and beautiful and hip. She's very east side lady. And I was making her beautiful swimsuit look like porn. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. And I definitely did not shave. And I was just like, here we are. You All don't right. need to. I well, Yes. You're a light down there. That's true. <laughs> this is a lot of um, bad shock for you, meatballs. I'm really sorry. Oh, yeah. Meatballs, I, I'm sorry. I know. I, well, you know what? It is what it is. Valentine's Day is coming up. I want to get into sex things. You used to write sex novels as a kid. I did. So I'm okay with this talk. Okay, good. Yeah. I, it's like you guys are sitting on the couch with us overlooking the Chateau Marmont waiting for your vegan dinner to arrive. <laughs> So relatable. We're the worst. The wor- I wanted pizza meatballs, but and I'm we have good. to leave this house soon because it is not ours. <laughs> it is not ours. We're squatting in a mansion in the hills. It's fine. I you I even I didn't even look at you when you walked in. I, my eyes were closed on the bed, and I could still feel that you were hungover and just yeah. a, a dumpster diver. Yeah, I was a little bit of a little dumpster fire, <laughs> but you know, um, Jessica J cleaned it up, and you're killing it. I'm drinking again. So, so that's, that's happening. It's a Tuesday, right? It's, you know what? Tuesdays are weekends for me. I feel like weekends are for the masses. Yeah. And I love Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's like my go-to for a night out. And I feel like people might be like, oh, that's annoying. We have to go to work all day and stuff like that. But like, we don't get the money that you get from going to work. (laughs) So, so (laughs) it's fun. Who's losing? Yeah. (laughs) Us? Maybe? I think it's us. You know who else lost? We're going to get right into the Just Enough section. Oh my gosh. Megan, are you excited? I know you could not wait to talk sports things with me. Yay! (laughs) Guys, literally last night, the national... Oh, she's coughing. I'm coughing. She's too excited. I'm so excited about fucking Georgia losing. Um, I know. Did you just get sad? No. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I forgot Georgia was a state. <laughs> Is it though? Um, no. <laughs> Guys, Georgia lost. It was awful. They lost to Alabama in the National College Football Championships. They went into overtime. It was this whole thing. We thought, honestly, Chris Medina and I tried to predict it last week. And this is why you you can't half-heartedly want something to happen. Mm. <laughs> and that we're going to get into manifesting. Yep. We both were like, we don't really care. I guess we'll pick Georgia. We know people from Georgia. And it didn't happen. You got to get your heart into it. Right? So this is your fault. This is all my fault that Georgia had all of its players crying as they were walking into the locker rooms. I know. It's so sad. It was a really exciting game, though. It went into overtime. Anyone who wants to talk about it, just just 26 to 23 in overtime for a national championship is huge. Whoa. I know. Have you ever been to a national championship football game? Does that mean that it's in college? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you tell the meatballs who you used to tutor in college? Yes. Okay. So I went to Kansas State University and I tutored Jordy Nelson and Darren Sproles. That's huge. 
yeah. it's more exciting than I think even having a professional football player on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know their English scores and have written a few of their papers. So, okay. So were they good students? Jordy? Yes. Jordy, um, Darren okay. as well. Yeah. Yeah. They totally were. They totally were. And I only worked with them like once or twice, but so like, are the stereotypes true? Like, did you hook up with them? Like, Absolutely not. Jordy lived in my dorm <laughs> and he did nothing this man he married the girl he was dating whoa he did not go out he did not drink he played football and then he came back to the dorms and played football on his video game I kid you not because my brother was a professional soccer player plays football plays all the things and he's kind of the same way yeah like they're very just one track it was that but then you go like the opposite and you have like a Gronkowski who just likes to be like a human frat boy. Exactly. Yes. So there's two sides. There's two sides. So that makes me happy. He's yeah. very straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's into it. So would you have to like just enough him and like break things down into like football terms with his like writing and his papers? Ooh, interesting. Right? Um, no. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I was a Gronkowski. Is that his name? And I don't remember much. But, you know, we all passed and we're all alive. So. So you're winning. <laughs> Gronkowski. I could see Gronkowski loving the pictures that you just posted from this photo shoot. Do you think? Yes. No, I know. They're kind of Gronkowski chic. Gronkowski chic. Gronkowski chic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel like Gronkowski, I just saw this quote from him. Gronkowski, guys, is on the Patriots, and they're probably going to the Super Bowl again. Ugh. Yeah, like, no one can beat them. And it's really sad because I feel like the Super Bowl, it could be the Patriots and, like, the Eagle. I don't even know. No. And I know you're really passionate about this. I don't know either. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I saw this quote, and it made me feel like, oh, he's actually, like, humble. He said, to this day, I still haven't touched one dime of my signing bonus or NFL contract money. I live off my marketing money and haven't blown it on any big money, expensive cars, expensive jewelry, or tattoos, and still wear my favorite pair of jeans from high school. Who expensive tattoos? <laughs> Like what how expensive is an expensive tattoo? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's weird. I know. He's he's a special one. So he's like Have cheap. you ever seen him? Yeah. No, I don't even know who you're Here, talking about. There's another quote that I want to play for you guys. Um this was posted by Haley Hansen, who is a big fan of the What's Your Jersey podcast. Hold on. This organization has won twelve or more games. In your feeling, what does it say about the consistency of this organization to be able to accomplish something like that? Uh, it's unbelievable. And if you think about it, I just I got here eight years ago, so maybe that's the reason. <laughs> that laugh! <laughs> okay. <laughs> human frat boy so that's the man who's not getting the expensive tattoos he's and so not on and so forth. okay yeah okay no i'm proud of him yeah he's good right yeah no he's cool i'm proud of him for deciding to do photo shoots with charlotte mckinney that's i am proud of i haven't seen them but i love them yeah i feel like we could insert you into that though and it's like the same person people might be mad only with mad. bangs <laughs> a little mad if we well you are that. pre-spray tan <laughs> slap a spray tan on you and it's like what's the difference very pale yeah it's fine well that's our football talk oh really that was <laughs> it i'm so it. sorry i did See? i need to interact more not at all you did so good okay I feel like they learned so much they heard quotes from gronkowski they learned that georgia needs a 
I don't know, a break. Um, also, I want to say normally we do three things for just enough, but the Golden Globes are kind of like the Super Bowl for me. Yes. So can we, did you watch the Golden Globes? Um, did you like maybe look at Snapchat or Instagram? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, you like I'm kind up. of know I'm, what's up. Yeah. You go, you talk and I'll, <laughs> you go I'll let you know it. I know. Um, well, after the Golden Globes happen, basically Oprah is running for president. Absolutely. 2020, right? 2020. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's apparently happening. Will you vote for her? I, I, I love Oprah. So you would literally vote for Oprah? I mean, at this point, I would. I would totally vote for her. How much worse could it get? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stedman confirmed it. That means it's happening, right? I'm the president of America. <laughs> You get a car. You get a car. Meatballs, tell us if you're excited about Oprah. I am. <laughs> Running for president. I thought it was a little random that Reese Witherspoon brought her up on stage. I know they spent a lot of time on set together for A Wrinkle in Time, but I felt like maybe, I don't know, someone that she did like... Maybe Stedman? No, no, he was there with her. He was like okay. holding the hand. So who would you have wanted? I don't know. Maybe someone that did like a color purple. I with feel her. like you have someone in particular in mind. <laughs> Just spit it out. Who did you want? Who do I want with Oprah? God. I feel like Oprah should have brought Oprah up. Yeah. <laughs> like she didn't need someone to bring her up. Oprah's like, I want a hologram of myself. Exactly. <laughs> like when Reese was like going through how much she meant to her, we were all like, yeah, no shit. That's how we all feel about Oprah. Yeah. Like, Hello, Reese. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to planet Earth. Exactly. Big little eyes swept. Yep. Are you a fan? I love it. You love it. Okay. Yeah, I, I really do. I want to know what they're going to do with the second season now. I do too. It was so funny. Alexander Skarsgård, who won also, he was being interviewed by Carson Daly and he was like I don't even know if I'm alive for the next season <laughs> like did I die like I don't oh. know so I feel like he maybe didn't die and they're bringing him back yeah that kind of sounds like it yeah oh totally. my gosh well more of him the better exactly am I right I did actually this is like breaking news meatballs I don't know if anyone knows about this Judd Apatow is working on a new movie about females that love the NFL <gasps> So everyone, please tweet out to Judd Apatow <laughs> and tag me in your tweets. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I know. He's doing a whole movie about females. Like a documentary or a No, I a think scripted? it's a comedy. It's a scripted. It's, a, it's already been written by um, two SNL writers, which is really cool. Women and, or men? Yeah. No, women. Oh, I that's think it's, awesome. I have their names right here. It was just texted to me, actually. It's like a lot of scoop for you guys. I'm not going to lie. This is too much scoop. It's so much scoop. I was, I was, I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't think I got cast. I was at an audition the other day, too, at Happy Madison's offices. What? And Adam Sandler was standing there next to me as I was petting his dog, Pickles, which was... Jacqueline. I know. That's, you're going to be a huge star. <laughs> I really feel this. I think it's because of Pickles. And his other dog's name is Meatball. Meatball didn't sit by my feet, though. I was like, whoa. What? what? <laughs> and do you like pickles? I do like pickles. I know people That's have right. like a love-hate relationship with pickles. I drink the juice sometimes. It's good for you. Mm, really good. You sh it's a good hangover cure, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's your pickle juice, Jess? <laughs> Intuitive eating. <laughs> <laughs> I like pickleback shots, actually. Me, too. I'm a fan. Me, too. When was the first time you had a pickleback shot? Um, Probably in college. Well, in for college. sure in college, yeah. yeah. There I wasn't go. allowed to drink in high school. What? Yeah, 10 o'clock curfews. What? Mm -hmm. Wait, was this in Kansas or New yeah, Haven? Kansas. 
10 o'clock like this was a town implemented curfew or no we did not live in footloose but my parents <laughs> i'm like isn't that where i don't know but my parents lived in footloose and i had to be home at 10 and it wasn't kind of like tonight you know we're at the movies i'm gonna be out at 11 it was like if you are not home at 10 o'clock you are grounded and what would grounded consist like for a you? month of not being able to see my friends oh no yeah and were you rebellious or did you not that's like, the thing like um, I feel like I, I feel like I have more in common with people who are like have foreign parents because they're really strict yes so a lot of my friends that have foreign parents I'm like yeah no I get that but then American parents are just like yeah you're grounded wink wink like I was grounded I couldn't you're like no I really can't leave the house yeah I couldn't do anything I'm sorry I just got blinded by your bangs and your banging lashes you love they look so good guys oh my god i can't believe it anyway the whole new megan the point of the adam sandler story is <laughs> oh yeah i was giving scoop he was talking about a bob fossey which if you've listened to the sarah mitchell podcast bob fossey is our like my favorite choreographer director like everything wow. he's doing he's trying to like pick up the rights for like a bob fossey biopic and he was talking about possibly filming it at the improv and they were watching the dave Chappelle netflix special it was like this whole amazing day and meatballs if you listen to the last episode chris medina predicted all of this and i got a call an hour after he left my house doing a reading that i had this like series regular audition which is just crazy because he predicted a taping and tv stuff and like all these things what yeah what else did he say um he said <laughs> this is really creepy but he said I would probably get like pains or like something was going on with me like pelvically and I was like I'm fine and then literally two days later like I had like shooting pains and I yeah had to get stuff checked out I'm fine everything's fine oh but like he gosh. can just pick up on like weird ailments he also said to like trim the fat when it comes to like certain people and relationships in my life which I needed to do and yeah he's pretty on point He's really good. I haven't had an official reading with him, but I did go to lunch with him once and like make <laughs> him read me over pizza while he was trying to eat. I was like, so what else are you really seeing? Like, what right did now? he see? Nothing. He was like, I'm trying to eat, He's bitch. Like, and I was like, I'm not on the clock. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> All right, Megan. So what do you consider your jersey? Is it Kansas? Is it New Haven, oh. Connecticut? Mm. Where are you really from? It's Kansas. It's, it's probably Kansas. and it's probably actually KU. KU. Yeah, not even K-State where I went. Really? Yeah. Why? Because my parents are huge KU people, and my dad is like we're he's like the dean of the KU medical school and Whoa. fun stuff like that so we're Didn't very your dad go to Yale he did Wow, he's very smart but which means you're really smart it's like through osmosis well that's to be you know debated <laughs> but he is really smart and all of our houses has KU shit like they're the kind of people who will buy a, a teddy bear wearing a KU shirt and like put it on the couch and oh I love that and that's decoration you know who I think Jimmy Kimmel's wife loves KU I, I could oh, be wrong does she I remember when I worked at a sports bar in Hollywood, I feel like they would come in and then John Hamm and Jason Sudeikis. Yes. Big fans. They, did John Hamm go to KU? I don't know, but they would always come for those games. Jason Sudeikis did. He, he did. grew up in Kansas City. Okay. So John Hamm was always with him. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I could see wow. you with John Hamm. It's funny you should say that. Why is that funny? Have you met John Hamm? I have. You have. How did that go? Um, well, here's a little tale. <laughs> It went interesting. Um, I got back from a really long flight, 
and I was disgusting. And my friend texted me, who's friends with John Hamm, and was like, I'm with John Hamm at the bar next to your house. Come here immediately. Like, we are totally alone. And I was like, all right, I'm doing this. I sprinted to this bar. I run in, and John Hamm had just left. And my friend literally said to me, oh, no, Megan, the bad news is you just missed him, but the good news is you look insane. (laughs) And I, like, looked in the mirror, and I looked so crazy. And then I did end up meeting him at a pool party a couple of weeks later, and we talked. He did something amazing. What? Amazing, which was I was talking to him, and this super gorgeous model came up and was like, actually, I blah, 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 and he goes, I'm talking to Megan right now. Oh, yes. Like, hi. I love that. Mm-hmm. But, love you it. know, no, like, keen interest. We're, we're not a couple, so to speak. Not yet. Not I, yet. I mean, maybe he broke it off with his girlfriend of 20 years for you, and you just he, missed. He, he doesn't know it yet. <laughs> he doesn't know it yet. You I missed love the that timing. Girl. I yeah. know. She's cool. I wish they'd get back together. He's just like they a They are really... back together. I think oh, they, they, are they? Yeah, I think they just got back together they again. They should be. He's like a super no bullshit dude i can't believe he could even talk to other girls for the two years they've been apart or whatever really it's not yeah he's just like so over it so you attract a lot of johns into your life yeah what's the other john oh john stamos, stamos. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who know john stamos obsessed with me <laughs> it's like get away from me <laughs> get off my jock <laughs> <laughs> to quote bethany frankel <laughs> get over it <laughs> he's trying so hard to pretend he doesn't care he's having a baby he's getting married i'm like okay we get it <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just not that into you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cute. Yeah, no, that's that's, it's, it's sweet that he's trying so hard, but we'll see. We'll Maybe. see. I don't think that's going to happen. No? No, no, that's not that's not your John. I think we need to find you. <laughs> what, who's my John? <laughs> who's my John? <sighs> Who else is like a hot? Do you like older or younger guys? Um. Well, I used to like men my same age, but now I'm I'm finally at twenty one. Where they're old. I I need old. <laughs> I go old. Yeah, <laughs> that's my. I didn't even think of it. Right. But now I'm like, why haven't I? Who's like a Who's like an older John that's single right now? John Johnny Depp. Is that what you just said? <laughs> Johnny Depp, who you've met also, right? Have I? Have you met Johnny Depp? I don't think I feel so. like you would meet Johnny Depp. <laughs> I feel like you have a Johnny Depp story. I don't. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Not at all. Well, we're going to hang out at Chateau later, mm-hmm. and I feel like he'll be clearing out the liquor locker because apparently he spends oh, like 30000 a month on booze. Johnny Depp. <laughs> yes. nuts. Yeah, something something along the lines of a non-Johnny Depp, like the opposite of that. <laughs> like the opposite of what you yeah. suggested. Like a, like a dork. I want a dorky Johnny. Oh. <gasps> oh, my God. Do you know who I want? Who? This is shocking. Listeners at home, you're about to be shocked. Johnny Bananas from The Challenge. <gasps> oh, my God. I follow him on Snapchat because I had the biggest crush on him. I do, too. <gasps> oh, my God. You can have him. Okay. Okay. So okay. that's your Johnny. Whoa. Maybe I'm psychic. Wait. How do we make this happen? Do you know his um, Twitter handle? How can we tweet at him? I mean, I think I just will Google it. Yeah. I think we can <laughs> cool, actually. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's who you should have on Superficial Magic. I know. He's on The Challenge right now, but. He's still on the. <laughs> yeah. He's just <laughs> oh Johnny. He's not, he doesn't got a lot. He is in it to win it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> forever. There was forever. 
and over and over and over again. That's mm. I like that one. Yeah, so, he I feel yeah. like is a special breed. Like not all guys are made like him. He's insane. Yeah, <laughs> he's clinically the craziest person I've ever seen. Really. And Something about me still wants to hook up with him, and I hate myself oh, for it. God, I feel like you don't have daddy issues. No, I don't. I have like men who bullied me in middle school issues. Yes. Mm-hmm. What What would they bully you about? I've I got a lot of bullying. Did about you? Oh, you're so situation. sweet and beautiful. Oh, thank you. They bullied me about um, being overweight, annoying, loud, and not cute. <laughs> And look at you now. You are none of those things. <laughs> Still a little loud. Jokes and on you guys. <laughs> I know. I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. it's so annoying how like when you finally win, no one cares anymore. No one at, at all. Like no. I want to go back and be like, oh, excuse me. And they'd be like, who, what happened? We went to middle school together. I barely remember. And I'd be like, cool. You're like, what divorce are you on? <laughs> I know. So what? I'm shocked my high school isn't like Jacqueline. We need to do an expose on you. (laughs) Jacqueline. (laughs) You're the only person without kids. (laughs) In your graduating class. (laughs) Jacqueline. Jacqueline. You are still renting. (laughs) What were you like in middle school? No one's ever asked me about me. I was annoying. I literally carried around like a tape recorder and I was like, will you dance with me? And I just like put on shows in the hallways. Oh my God. I was the worst. Yeah. You sound sweet though. No, I literally would charge my friends to come over for dance class. (laughs) She's using quotations. What were, what were, what were they like? Really? I would just make them do Cindy Crawford's workout videos with me and charge them. (laughs) Jacqueline, you're a fucking hustler. I know. Boss bitch. (laughs) Wow. I also was obsessed because I wanted to talk to you about this because you have great boobs and we just saw them in the swimsuit. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with wanting to have like huge boobs and I didn't get my boobs until I was much. I was probably, I mean, they're real, Mm. but I really didn't like grow into Jacqueline until I was probably like 18 or 19. Oh, so like 17 year old was, this wasn't, it wasn't. Jacqueline yet no I actually I feel like I didn't grow into Jacqueline until like 30 (laughs) me too yeah yeah no it's been a hot mess yeah until like two years ago and now I'm finally like all right but I want to know okay so you were a little kid Mm -hmm. and you were writing these like hump like what do you call them hump stories okay how Mm -hmm. did this happen so um where do I begin basically just a real love of um, sex began when I was in kindergarten because my parent, my dad's a gynecologist and he, they had to tell me what sex was because <sighs> they were talking about it all the, you know, like he also made test tube babies and stuff like that. So there was a lot of talk about like sperm and eggs and whatever, just like at, swirling around at, at the, the dinner, dinner table. table. So they gave me a little tape, how to have sex and <gasps> from not how to have sex. That's really creepy. <laughs> what sex is. <laughs> <laughs> how to do this in kindergarten That's so sweet I took it as a how to <laughs> It was not meant to be um, But then you know I just started Going to school and trying to spread the gospel And the good news about sex And what was coming for us But no one really seemed to Pun care intended. Because they were children <laughs> Pun intended <laughs> um, And so 
I then just started really exploring the space of my creativity by writing erotica stories for myself, starring mostly John Stamos. I love this. Yeah. I just acted that out with my Barbie dolls. I didn't write anything. I was more of a down too, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) More of an improvisationalist (laughs) as a child. (laughs) They would just hump each other. Very creepy. It's so creepy. I always wanted like a pregnant Barbie. Why uh, didn't they make that? Why didn't they? That's so funny. We would have fucked shit up as kids if we were friends. I, we would have been like, my friends were so lame. I had this uh, neighbor, Len, please. Len? Took Len uh, out to the backyard, tried to show her what humping was, fully clothed. Wow. You would have thought. Something really scary happened by the talking Lynn's mother gave to me later that night. I was like, Lynn, you are such a baby. And then the same Lynn, like a week later, I was still mad. She looked so good. They were going to the city for dinner or something. Mm -hmm. This bitch came out, hair done, dress done, everything. And I was filling up my baby pool and I just squirted her straight in the face. Ooh. You had good comedic timing at seven. <laughs> I was like five, and I was like, no. No. Len, I'm sorry. That's my spot. Len. God. Yeah. She doesn't sound fun. See, my friends were the opposite. We were the worst. I think it's because most of my friends, were you an only child? Are you an only child? I was, but then I wasn't. Okay. My mom had a baby when I was 10. Okay. Yeah. So I'm the oldest but all my friends had older brothers and sisters. So jealous of that. I always so jealous of that. So unfair. Yeah, but they always learned everything way before the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And they were always the ones I got. I started drinking what, like, taught us about, se- like, all the things. You need an older brother and sister. You really do. Yeah. And also keep your children away from friends with older brothers and sisters. Exactly. Do both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, not Jess, did you have that? Do you have an older brother or sister? Jess has an older brother, and did she's cooler than both that? of us. No. no? Maybe it's oh his, his friends, friends. T- like actually just tried to hook up with you, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Your first kiss, yeah, that makes sense. When you were twelve. Oh no! Oh. Healthy twelve, twelve and sixteen. Twelve and sixteen. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. I remember like hitting, you look like a Barbie doll. Yeah, I feel you like you like always Barbie, looked like so a Barbie doll. A sixteen-year-old would be like, fine. I remember hitting the ceiling of my friend's brother's wall and our ceiling and playboys just falling out of it and oh, we were like yes yes like, i was obsessed obsessed with finding them we could find them anywhere did you have a favorite playboy model that you aspired to be like oh gosh wasn't cindy crawford a oh, playboy model back she then? was in it but i feel like she didn't pose for a playboy mm-hmm. uh i mean no i guess i didn't i guess i i really didn't i i really liked all of them. <laughs> You're like, I wasn't racist or <laughs> picky. Yeah, picky yeah. Or, uh, no. Any girl who's fun and naked, I, I'm down with. I loved Jenny McCarthy and Carmen Electra. Those were my goals. They are so fun and yeah. fabulous and all of it. I was just listening to Sex with Emily, the podcast, mm-hmm. and she had Carmen on as a guest. How was she? And she was good. I felt like I wanted like another hour of it, though, because she just started like opening up. And then Emily was like, oh, my God, time's up. And I was like, no, she's talking about her toys now. No, really? Yeah, she started talking about toys and like role playing and like all these things that like it was good stuff. And like in the beginning, it was just kind of very like polite. Yeah. 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 
I, shit i've written i wrote Car- i dm'd carmen electra asking her to be on this podcast so weird i haven't heard back <laughs> <Meanwhile>. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird check your dms carmen <laughs> we know you're listening right <laughs> <laughs> it made me sad though she was talking i didn't know that like she lived at prince's house mm-hmm. where was prince's house i forgot it was in minneapolis 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 like she lived out out of la for many years mm-hmm. i feel like she actually probably would have hit it bigger if she wasn't mm-hmm. just like shacked up in prince's house for five she years was like his little doll yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i kind of feel the same way but right? i i do also feel like carmen electra hit it really big it's not like she's an actress or a singer she, according to her, she was a singer for Prince. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Never heard a recording. Right. But someone okay. send us a link. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you should have been out here. Yeah. You should have been in LA. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Back to you writing hump novels. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were just a way for me to write the word hump a lot. That's why they're called hump stories. I loved the word hump. And um, they were just a way for me to hook up with. John Stamos and guys in my class and my imagination and I could go back and read it. I love it. So I hid them all under the sink of our guest bedroom and one day I went to go read a few and they were gone because my mother threw them away. Ugh, my mom did that with all my YM magazines when I was That's younger. That's so mean. It was devastating. Sassy too? or yes. just what? Ugh. I was a big YM 17 girl. I loved Sassy too I have to say. They were edgier. I could see you being more of a sassy girl. You're <laughs> cooler than edgier. I am. Like, if you live in Los Feliz, you liked sassy. If you live in West Hollywood, you're like, YM for life. What did YM stand for? Young, Young and, and modern. Young and modern. <laughs> so basic. <laughs> Young and modern. <laughs> do you remember Nikki Taylor? Yes. <laughs> and then do you remember her little sister, Christy Taylor, who just died? She, yeah. What the fuck? Whenever I think of YM, I'm like, Chrissy Taylor, that's a person we could have been talking about today. Right? She was beautiful. She was so beautiful. She was so fun. And she just had a heart attack when she was 16. That's so scary. Yeah. And in YM, I remember this article. I remember from YM, I had to have been 10 years old. It was her parents talking about how they were giving away all of her cowboy boots to her friends. I totally read that article. Did you? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. But I feel like the Taylors really handled it well. They did. They did. Write a book on it. Maybe they have. They did. They're such a class act. They're great. I wonder what Nikki's doing. Oh my god! I mean, she got in that terrible car accident. She's back. She's fine. I could see her owning a football team. Yeah. Right. She has twins. They'll play on it. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. So post mom throwing out all of your Mm -hmm. classics, um, how did you get to LA? How did I get? To LA in yeah. general? Yeah. Like what made me decide to move out totally. here? Totally. I want to know. So you were at Kansas. You were tutoring yeah. all these football players. Yes. <laughs> I was tutoring football players. And then you I You were had, a journalism major? Yes. Okay. I had a boyfriend that I'd met in New York um, when I did my internship in the city like two years prior and he lived in LA. He was an actor. And so I was like kind of talking to him again off MySpace, not to brag. Of course. And so he kind of brought it into my consciousness. I'm going to hiccup. Sorry. <laughs> um, so okay. that I choked to death before. It's fine. <laughs> that um, this would be a great place for us to make a life together. And, you know, it really was until he um, was just such a drug addict that it wasn't anymore. 
<laughs> until rehab happened. <laughs> no. Did you live leave before rehab or no? There has been no rehab. Oh no. Eh. That sucks. Yeah. Is this an actor we know? Maybe. Maybe. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Scoop. Scoopity. No. Nah. No. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Do you have any um, tips for people that want to move to LA with a boyfriend? So they want to move to LA to be with their boyfriend? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, I have just tips for anybody wanting to move to LA. Perfect. Let me think of how to verbalize them. Um, Definitely. Gosh, definitely find the best group of people who don't do drugs. (laughs) That's important because thank God I'm such a nervous wreck that I don't do drugs Mm -hmm. because I was around so much of them. But I see so many beautiful, vibrant, talented people move out here and they get caught up in the partying and it just... Just dead behind the eyes. Dead behind the eyes, falls apart. Or just they lose track of their goals and it's so much fun. You're like, I was partying with this person and this person and this person that it feels like you've done something, but you haven't. So I got caught in that. Um, I got caught in that whole cycle of like, oh my God, Brody Jenner again. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Shot, shot, shot. Yeah, totally. And I was like, guys, I'm killing it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, my MySpace albums were on point. (laughs) Me at Ledoux with Paula Abdul. Oh my gosh, Ledoux. Ledoux. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's all about choosing really good friends and people who are focused and. Um, just not getting intimidated because everybody here is at a really high level and it's like different than being anywhere else in the world Mm -hmm. because everybody's good at the same stuff and, um, but staying in your own lane and staying focused on yourself and, you know, uh, have a car, cars help. If you can have a car, have a car and it's nice yeah. to just be able to drive away sometimes until like get out of the city. Oh my gosh. I right? think that really helps as like a reset. Mm-hmm. Do you have a reset place? Like a spot that's just like mm. Malibu is kind of my reset place. Okay. I know it's not far, but that and probably Big Bear. I mean it could take three hours. It could Malibu. take three hours. <laughs> it's far. <to> Malibu. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. But Malibu they don't even get really radio stations there. People no. don't realize how off the grid Malibu is. It's and it's very old. I mean, they've listened to the Miley Cyrus song, so they have an idea. <laughs> they have a few clues. <laughs> I didn't know they've until seen the I video. got there. <laughs> that it was just like old people, no radio stations. It really is not. Like, it's not a cool place, no. but that's why I like it. Like Venice, Santa Monica, way too cool, way too hip. Yeah. Malibu is like, okay, cool. I'm going to have a little beer. Chill. With these elderly men. Holy shit. Do you know who I saw there? Who? Oh, my God. <laughs> I drove down for a day trip. And was like, I'm just going to relax, um, have a little drink, whatever. Dick Van Dyke. Oh, my God. Sitting next to me. Where? Can you even? A uh, Marmalades. Oh, I love it there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had the most beautiful eyes. And I, I was. Uh, I feel no like words. he just oozes positive energy. He is such a dove. <laughs> Can you explain what a dove is? Just a love baby. I just, I loved him so much. So did you talk to Dick? I did. You did? I was like, uh, I, I was like, uh, 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 and he did a he talked to me for a while. And then when he left, he did a little tap dance and a little song <gasps> and like waved his hat. Oh my God. Like he knows what the people want. And he gives it to them. And he gives it to you hard. I love, was he by himself? Yeah. That's really cool. Buying a croissant. 
a, a croissant. What's what's a croissant? I haven't. It's been ten years since I've had one. So, a folded bread. <laughs> what's bread? <laughs> Unfamiliar. That's so cool. Yeah, my spot. I do recommend if you're ever in LA and you feel like it's too congested or whatever. I always go to the Manhattan Beach Pier and I just go Ooh. sit and I look out onto the ocean and that is for some reason a reset spot. Reset spots are so necessary. What do you think it does for you? It's a reflection spot. I think a yeah. reset spot is a place you probably should go back to like whenever mm-hmm. you feel the need to just like hit that reset and ask questions of like, should I be here? Shouldn't I be here? Do I still feel okay about this? That's something we talked a lot about last last episode. Oh, really? Yeah. No. And uh, uh, really listening to your intuition. That was a big thing. Yes. I never listened to like my inner voice and 99.9% of the time it's right. So what like has your inner voice told you that you've ignored? Um, what have I ignored? Uh, going after certain things mm-hmm. that I was like, I can't do that or that's going to be too hard or that's too scary. Like, yes. and I just talk myself out of it mm-hmm. and it's time to just like really do it. Just fucking go for it. So not listening to the fear and listening to the actual instinct. That's just pure. You know what you just reminded me of? What? Since, I mean, you're all about manifesting. Yeah. I really wanted you to tell the meatballs what you recommend steps wise for like manifesting things that are good and that you want in your life. Oh my gosh. I mean, my total advice on this is to keep it so simple and general and write down right now one thing in your life that is going so well. So what's going really well in your life right now? What's I'm, something that makes you so happy and appreciative? I'm going to be, I feel like an asshole for saying this, but this is the first thing that's come to my brain. It's fine. Um, the podcast. Okay. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's like going really well and it makes me really happy. Okay. So appreciation is the highest vibration we can be at and appreciation draws more things to be thankful for to us like a magnet so that's uh, Oprah told us that 10 years ago you know with one of her aha moments Mm -hmm. but it's true so getting in touch with something you're so grateful for Mm -hmm. the podcast and just milking it milking the feeling of it all day and when you start to think of something negative or something that's going wrong Mm. back to the podcast back to what's going right back 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 general general don't think about those things that aren't working like I'm not getting this I'm not doing that that's not that's not helpful to even think about keep going back to the good stuff and just let that be and let everything be okay and start letting your vibration tune into that so that the other things will tune into it too Oh, I like that. Because mm. I feel like it's very easy to look outside and be yeah. like, I want that. Or like, I haven't gotten that. Or why is that person doing better than me? Or And mm-hmm. you just got to stay in your own lane. You have to stay in your own lane. You have energy. to have those blinders on, which is hard to do, but just keep going forward. It's like learning to play an instrument, your vibration. It's It's really, you just have to tune into yourself and be like, where am I vibrating at? Oh shit, it's kind of low. It's dense. It's like heavy. It's this is this and this and then just slowly bring your mind back to thoughts that are a little bit higher a little bit higher a little bit higher until you have that high frequency pure feeling and shit's gonna show up in your life that you're like no fucking way has that happened for you Uh, all the time really yes okay can you tell the meatballs how you've manifested certain things I know you just told us how to manifest but Uh, oh my gosh I mean if I I'm really hard on myself and really negative and I don't have so many of the things that I want to create Mm -hmm. so 
I can get caught up in that and get really sad. But then if I remind myself to play my little instrument and be happy for the stuff that is working, I'll just have the craziest shit happen. And I'm trying to think of exact examples, but okay. Like I always wanted to do, um, radio and I became a journalist because I was like, maybe I can interview people or something like that. And it just did not work out, did not work out, did not work out. Finally, when I totally gave up on it and was just feeling good with myself for other things, Annabelle was like, do you want to do the podcast with me? And then it's not radio, but we've gotten to be on the radio a lot. And Adderall and Compliments is the happiest part of my life. And is it? Yeah. I mean, besides Yay. Superficial Magic, which I also love. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just this little miracle that appeared out of me um, loosening the grips of control and surrendering. And then because I tried so hard before to make it happen. And I've got myself into situations that were so embarrassing. They can't even be like translated into the English language. <laughs> like what? <gasps> what did you do? Okay. So here she's pouring more wine. She's like, oh, God, this is going to be bad. K-Rock, right? Oh, I used to love K-Rock. They do a... um a Miss December thing every year where you can be the co-host of K-Rock. Like you can be a, a girl that talks on the radio. Okay. And my friend knew that's Molly Gardner knew that's all I wanted to do. So she was like, you need to join this contest. And I was like, sure. So I signed up and it's going to be a bikini contest. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's fine. Like whatever. I'll be in a bikini. Obviously, I just did that today. I asked Megan um, why she wasn't bikini modeling today. So, (laughs) like, this is legit. This is, like, a no big deal thing. Like, she literally (laughs) just stripped down and put it on and looked flawless. So, keep going. So, I was like, fine, I'll, like, walk across stage in a bikini. Who cares? Um, It was so embarrassing. It was, like, 10,000 people watching (gasps) us at 6 o'clock in in the morning. In the audience. I tried to make my thing funny and every other girl there was a stripper, love strippers, friends with strippers, nothing wrong with being a stripper, but you know a little bit more about being in a bikini and working the stage than me. When I went out, the entire crowd booed. (gasps) This is live. What? Well, because I had to do my talent and I hula hooped and put my fist in my mouth. That, I mean, that's, I, I can't do, can you do that, Jess? Well, no. apparently I thought it would be cool for the people too, but it doesn't look very cute. So I was like in a Santa costume, hula hooping with my fist in my mouth to be on the radio as like girl number seven who every once in a while was like, cool, let's introduce the next song. And, and people booed me and I had to go home and like shame and embarrassment. Oh my God. So when I would try to make things happen. What would those other girls do for talents? Um, one girl figured out how to play the piano with her tits. Whoa. Yeah. She had bowling balls inserted in there. Like how the fuck do you, what, what? <laughs> Listen, it was a Ugh. much higher caliber crew than I was prepared for. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. all my manifestation has just been from me being like, Ugh, I really want this and I'm not going to try to think about how I can get it because I will just get myself into really dumb situations I'll trust that the universe will bring it to me if I keep doing the right actions because I feel like there's such a fine line with that there's working hard and they're showing up for things and constantly going 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 and asking Mm -hmm. for it 
but I like I'm going through that to be perfectly honest with like stand up mm. where I want it so much and I want so many things to happen and I feel like right now I kind of just have to like let it go because yep. it's not bringing me happiness mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people have that in life where it's like when do you stop pushing so hard yeah I think right now when you realize that because you can't figure it out you've you've reached the end of your mm-hmm. of your power and I think that's why like AA and stuff works for people because you have to turn it over to a higher power and be like I can't figure this out so help me do it help me help me <laughs> <laughs> who's your higher power oh my gosh my higher power is like subatomic cells with they just get smaller and smaller and smaller and you realize they're not solid and that we're just like this vibrating force of energy that's mm-hmm. all one thing and it's all just coming into being at the same time and we're just all one massive beautiful glorious energy and we can get anything that we want whoa are you running for president in 2020 (laughs) because I love this I I feel like I could do anything right now you can (laughs) I mean you can do anything your heart really wants you don't you can't be a professional basketball player but your heart doesn't really want no I don't want that you know so what does your heart really want right now my heart just wants so badly to um write a really good book about this stuff and I am but I don't know if it's really good, but I want to be like a Gabby Bernstein meets, um, you know, Chelsea Handler or something. Do you know who Gabby Bernstein is? No. Can you she's, tell me more about she's her? She's like a spiritual help, help, self-help book writer. Okay. So I want to do that, but it'd be funny. Oh, my mom just gave me one of her books. I no judgment detox? Judgment uh, yeah. De- yeah. 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 <laughs> that, yeah. Oh, I should read it. <laughs> what does your heart want? Uh, my heart. What does it want? I want to be working on set. I know my mm-hmm. first love is I want to be showing up every day to a studio lot and I want to be filming a TV show. Sitcom actor. Yeah, that's what I want. And that's what I've wanted since I was a little girl. And it makes me almost want to cry even saying those words out loud because I haven't allowed myself to say that out loud in so long. Yeah. But that's that's the number one right now. Maybe, maybe the stand-up thing is like not working out as much as you want because... You're supposed to focus there. Yeah. I've lost a lot of focus on it because mm-hmm. I've been focusing so much on stand up and producing things and just all of that, that you're a hustler. So are you girl. You have so much going on. No, you're like an actual hustler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> you're like, eh. <laughs> I came over today and I was like, what did I deserve for all this good things to happen? Because so much fun stuff was happening. And Jess and Jacqueline were like, nothing. <laughs> You've done nothing. nothing. You've done nothing. You showed up disgusting and nope. suddenly everything's nope. turning out. Megan. But you didn't try and it just happened. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, our vegan food's here. Oh, um, and look at it. Look at how pretty. Guys, the sun's coming out, but it's like still rainy. I love it. Um, one of the things I've heard you talk about on your podcast also, which with the manifesting stuff, a few of the bullet points was don't focus on current circumstances, mm-hmm. um, focus on what you want and how that makes you feel. And don't focus on any other evidence that will bring you back down. Yes. And I really like those. I, it's, it's hard to do. It is like playing an instrument. You have to learn cause you, your brain is so trained to go to the negative. Totally. It's just natural, um, human fear-based brain shit. Okay, so you are about to take a flight. Ah, <laughs> Jacqueline. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of fear-based, <laughs> uh, can you tell the meatballs where you're going? I'm going to Seattle to do an 
Adderall and Compliments live show this Saturday. Yay! Um, oh, thank you. Oh, this is pretty. Um, it's at oh, the Underground. The Comedy Underground? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Seattle? Yeah. All right. Well, place? go to... Yeah. Where should they get tickets? Um, go to uh, uh, Annabelle's Instagram. Go to Annabelle DeSisto's Instagram and see what she posted. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I'll post a link. You guys, meatballs, you should go. It's going to be hilarious and awesome. If and you inspiring. live in Seattle, please come. Yes. That would mean so much. So you're flying there. I am. I really want to know. Um, you have a fear of flying? I do. What What's the deal with that? I just get really panicky as soon as I, as soon as I get in a plane. I'm just like, this is not chill. What are we doing? And I usually make myself fully out of it with drugs and alcohol, like sleeping pills. Okay, sleeping pills. Cool. Yeah. Um, what happened the last time you flew? Oh, that's an interesting story. I'm very um, excited to hear this. I went to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> she tried to tell me before, and I was like, nope. <laughs> Save it. <laughs> I went to Chicago with Annabelle and Lindsay Cockburn to do a live show, and I got really scared before and I ended up taking like three this is not smart or good and I know I'm like I'm I want to be so spiritual like I'm a hot mess I fully admit that so this is all lofty goals for me too um yeah you had a blog called ambient therapy uh some ambient slumber party ambient slumber party yeah. okay cool mm-hmm. so I drink a lot and I took a, a Xanax uh before I went to the airport I drank a lot at the airport then I took an ambient I do not remember any of it. They said I was singing, walking through first class, that I almost couldn't even get on the plane. And that, in first class, everybody's sitting there, and I'm like, we should sing a song right now. We should sing Annie. And I started singing. How did I? I was like, the. It's a hard knock life. Tomorrow, I did a remix. (laughs) And then. Finally, they got me situated. I was just starting shit with everyone. We lift off. <laughs> you um, were Kristen Wiig. I was Kristen Wiig. I would only go to the restroom in the first class restroom, which you're not allowed to do. And they kept telling no. me, no, you can't do that. And I was like, beep, boop, 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 beep. Bye. <laughs> like, what? The fuck? Oh and so, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got to keep it a little bit calmer. Wow. But they kept you on the plane. Yeah. And that's just like, wow, privilege right there. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I could have been like shot if I was anything but a dumb white girl. So, oh, yeah. Okay. I want to help you out. Okay. Okay. Do you usually get to the airport at least two hours ahead of time? Yes. Okay. That's that's tip number one for you meatballs. I always get there two and a half earlies. Hours Ooh. early. I was like early. <laughs> two and a half earlies. <laughs> um, <laughs> because that way there's no stress. Mm. Honestly, if you have to wait in a long line, it's like whatever. Yeah. It's going to happen. I'm just standing here. I have time. It's cool. Instagram. I got a phone. Instagram. Yeah. Take stories. Do all the things. Mm. It's fine. And then make sure I... 
don't like traveling with people that don't like to have like a Bloody Mary or like a glass of wine or I like don't something. like to hang out with people who don't like to do that. It's so annoying. Unless you're sober. When Unless you're good sober. job. Great. That's great. That's so fun. Good. Great for you. But like part of going to the airport is like relaxing and having that cocktail. And I love ordering food. I don't care what it is. Just order food. I usually don't eat it. Airport French fries are so bomb. Oh, I've never ordered them at the airport. Oh, you That's must. Great. You simply must. Ah, so get there two and a half hours early so it's chill even if there's a line there's no stress okay you always have to have a cocktail always buy at least two magazines at least two magazines and then look in the book section I always end up buying like the last year when I was coming home from Christmas um I bought Hilaria Baldwin's book it's Alec Baldwin's (laughs) wife's yoga book Uh uh-huh oh and it's become very helpful for my roommate Gabby because she steals her (laughs) vegan recipes from it um but it was inspiring for that moment Mm -hmm. (laughs) and on the plane so always buy either a biography or a self-help book I find so you buy those and then you just sit back and you don't stand with everyone like the second your your like section is called do not get up like wait until the last moment Mm. I also I always check two bags I always check my bags yeah I don't like to bring a huge suitcase on the plane Mm -mm. because that's why people stand in line yes if you have nothing to put overhead why does it matter what time you get on the plane exactly so you need to wait until the last minute to Mm -hmm. get on the plane Mm -hmm. so I always sit at the bar across from the plane okay (laughs) and you just watch and you make jokes okay okay and then make a plane playlist (gasps) oh my gosh yeah have a playlist because sometimes I don't like the movies that are on or the thing isn't working and everyone gets pissed off when the TV isn't working in front of them. Have a plain playlist. Stuff that puts you in a good mood, that brings back good memories, like something that takes you to your happy place. Have your podcast downloaded that you want to listen mm. to. Have a book downloaded that you want to listen to. Just entertain the shit out of yourself. Yes. Yes. And bring a lot of, I always bring uh, like the pashminas, all the throws because I don't like the blankets they have no. in the packaging because I feel like they're kind of, they're bleh. disgusting. Yeah. So I always wrap myself in stuff that feels good and that's easy to put in your carry on. My friend also gave me a pillow that is, looks like a scarf. Have you seen these? No. It looks like a scarf with like a wire in it. So you just sleep like this. <gasps> oh. I'm just putting my head to the side you guys but it's really cool (laughs) I love that yeah I'll I'll show you I'll send you a link of where that is so and there's nothing to be afraid of you're right I know honestly it's scarier driving in Los Angeles than it is flying in the air it's scarier for me to be backing out of a parking spot than in Whole Foods parking yeah because I'm a terrible driver and I do it all the time (laughs) So, so there's that there's that I just need to you know what it is it's what I told you I have to relinquish control yeah there's nothing you can do about it now. You just got to say, fuck it mm-hmm. and just go. I look forward to going to the airport now. Really? I really do. I really enjoy it. I also, I put makeup on and I try to look cute because I pretend in my head that there's going to be paparazzi there waiting for me and that maybe I should look cute. When I was single, I also used to have fantasy after fantasy about meeting a guy at the airport. That would be hot. It's so fun. And I've met guys on planes. Like sometimes you do get the golden ticket and you are sitting next to Channing Tatum. Whoa. Yeah. Like that can happen. So doll yourself up. Like get excited. This is like a night out <gasps> plane night out plane night out that's I how you look forward that. to the airport okay be like yeah we're fucking going out we're going to get drinks yeah yeah i i get to bring my makeup i get to bring a huge bag with me <laughs> i'm going to get a bloody mary yeah. and a self-help book it's called living <laughs> try it sometime this is it mm-hmm. yeah you're owning your shit at the airport okay i 
I think this time I'm going to try not to get fucked up. <laughs> Don't mix Xanax with Ambien and cocktails. No, no one airport. ever do that. But I think I'm going to not take any of it. Oh, I like that. Why don't you just have a cocktail or two? Yeah, Let's see course. what happens. Of course. Yes. The cocktails, of course. Yes. I, I respect that. Thank you. And now you're going to be like flossy and sassy with your new lashes and your bangs. You have yeah. bangs for this airport visit. It's not like... a plane can crash when I have bangs yeah this is like new year new you (laughs) (laughs) that would be sacrilegious Jesus I feel like you okay so you've done okay (laughs) Megan and I've been on stand-up comedy shows together Mm. you're also on top of you've done journalism you've been a therapist Mm -hmm. you've done so many things but you also do stand-up and you've done improv at UCB yes oh my gosh you're so yes (laughs) you're so smart Jacqueline (laughs) can you call my mom um (laughs) can you tell her that um (laughs) no you've done all these really cool things and I feel like you're coming into your own with that now. Like, I love that you're doing more stand up again. Yeah. But that's the funny thing is that I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it. No, because I was, I went skiing with my friend. Actually, this is like a little speech I, I want. I was thinking I needed to tell you about. And he, he's 45. He's a director. He's very successful, but he's like, I wish I could go back in time to my early thirties and just focus on one thing. The thing that I really wanted and go for it full throttle and I'm like I really want to write a book and I think all these little energy sucks yep it adds up and then a year is gone and then another year and you're just like what so I think I'm gonna not do stand-up for a little bit you're just gonna focus on your writing yeah and podcasting of course and podcasting yeah I love that you're giving yourself permission to do that yeah I mean Sometimes you just have to. So you're going to write a book. What, is it going to be about manifesting stuff? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Has the podcast helped you with that? So much. Like trying to connect with other people on that level has made me so much more accountable to my stuff mm-hmm. because I don't want to be um, not living what I'm talking about. And when I fuck up, I, I say it like the ambient Xanax <laughs> shot <laughs> day. And I do stupid shit all the time. I'm definitely not a spiritual teacher or a yoga teacher who's like, mm, like I am crazy. But uh, yeah, it, it just has helped. I've, I've stopped taking Ambien actually because of it. Oh, okay. And I was really addicted. But I was like, if I'm going to try to tell people to change their shit, I should change mine. So it's really helped and writing has really helped too because it's putting all these theories into words that I can understand better too and I think that's going to be a great book because if you can understand it better it's going to make other people understand it a lot better I can understand it (laughs) you can understand (laughs) I didn't mean that (laughs) no but I do I really do I feel like I'm like the Elle Woods of manifesting (laughs) I love that I just googled Elle Woods quotes because I was going to put them up with a plyo jam advertisement today oh my gosh really yeah that's really funny I literally have Elle Woods quotes on my phone from today so yeah I want to make a book so so relatable that sororities are like we gotta we gotta read that exactly mm-hmm. no I love that I think you're you are gonna make manifesting stuff and I feel like you're not as into crystals as your counterpart no Annabelle sells crystals and yes. everything about crystals and I have them everywhere but I don't 
I don't know the name of any of yeah. them, nor the properties, nor what they do. I just know that they're pretty and I like them. But um, do you think you being a therapist helps with all of this other stuff? Do you self-diagnose yourself with things? Does it help you talk yourself off the ledge with certain things? It's so crazy. I wish everyone could like had to legally get a master's degree in therapy because you're just like, oh shit, I'm doing this because of my mother and this because of my father and (laughs) this and this and this. And I still have this emotion, but I guess I see where it's coming from and I should probably not scream at this guy and go take a minute. You know, <laughs> so you have those. <laughs> so when it looks like you're taking your shit in the corner, it's just you talking yeah. to yourself. I'm just like, <laughs> you're just like, yeah. just. <laughs> totally. but also amazing. It, it can just come from like reading psychology today every month. You know what I mean? This stuff seeps into our brains so easily. So just surround yourself with information on it and be light about it and. Is that hard for you with your friends to not use psychology terms with them? Like, I would constantly be scared that you were analyzing my brain and my behavior. Uh, just thinks that all the time. I'm not. Yeah. I didn't read any of the books. I always say that. <laughs> like, I I really didn't. But if you give me a problem that you're working on, I'm like, oh, my gosh, let's let's analyze it. But I'm never, ever thinking it without that. Context. Like you can shut that part of your brain off. Well, I just don't know what you like and don't like about yourself. So what if I'm like, you should change something that you love about yourself. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? So if you tell me a problem, I'll think of a solution. And it often is illegal. (laughs) God, you're the best. That's amazing. (laughs) I love this so much. No. Meatballs, if you have any questions for Megan, write into what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com because I feel like she's the shit and you should ask her all the things. Please ask me something. Right? Um, I feel like you well, I was gonna call us like the new normal for comedians because we're sitting here getting our lashes put on mm. and you're about to get a fierce spray tan. That's right. And we're sitting like above LA. And I feel like this isn't something that 20 years ago, I don't know, Gilda Radner and Elaine Boozler were really doing. Mm. Yeah. But it's just a part of the job and like maintenance now. Yeah, I know. But I feel like we're doing it more just for ourselves. Like this is just fun. I, it is really fun. And sometimes I hate that about myself because I was sitting here earlier and I was like, this is one of the most fun days I've had in so long. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're so shallow, blah, blah, blah. But it's just true. And it's not, it's whatever makes you happy. That's- and it's important. I was literally lying on, I wish you guys could see the view that we're looking at right now. We're overlooking the entire city of Los Angeles. And Jessica was putting lashes on me. And I was like, this is my life at Tuesday on at noon. <laughs> like, this is crazy. And this isn't us bragging. It's just something that... I don't know, we do to make ourselves feel better. And I think everyone deserves to make themselves feel better. Absolutely. Everybody deserves a just, oh my God, look at the rainbow. Whoa. Do you guys see that? No, I don't. Yes. Where is oh it? Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's the, it, like, it looks like it's ending. Do you see it, Jess? No. Oh my gosh. This is a good luck podcast. This is a good luck podcast, Anyone listening guys? to this, good things are happening. I really believe that good things are happening for us all. So what made you want to start your superficial magic one podcast? Um, I kept trying to get Annabelle to talk about stuff like this and she doesn't really care. Uh Nor should she. It doesn't matter. And I was like, "Uh, I'll just 
do one on the side to try to get like-minded people to talk with me about the universe and do you have a favorite episode so far no I don't think I do every everybody's been great and definitely still looking forward to all the people to come can you tell the meatballs why they should listen to your podcast oh my and what gosh. like give them like a quick like this is what I love talking about and I just think it's it's good energy to listen to somebody trying to figure shit out and being honest about where they're failing failing because I feel like so many spiritual teachers can't be honest about it and have yeah. to pretend to be really perfect and I can be like I had sex with the wrong person last night it was a bad idea uh I'm high on Ambien, but this is some real shit that's going to help you. And nobody feels judged and we're all in it together. Like, I feel like I'm in a weird space right now because I'm heading up to a year of being in a relationship Mm. and I haven't been in this territory in over a decade. Wow. And I don't know the answers and my main squeeze doesn't either. Like Mm. we're both kind of navigating this new random territory and like I love giving relationship advice and I love talking about love and sex and just everything being single. Like I am your wing woman. I wish I could give classes on dating and being single. Oh my God. You would be such a good wing woman. It wouldn't even be funny. Oh, I'm in it to win it with you. Yeah. I am all. Oh, and I know. Oh yeah. When we find a John, it's over. (laughs) When we find a John, (laughs) we are going to go John shopping. Yeah. But like, I love all of that stuff. But I feel like for me right now, I don't have the answers I need for myself. You never will. Is that it? Is that how it is? Ever, ever will. And you'll never be done. And you'll never, it's as long as you're alive, you're expanding and it's, there's no answers. It's so funny when you asked me actually the thing that makes me the happiest, the first thing I, what I thought was the main squeeze but I was like I cannot say that out loud of course you can (laughs) and he's so adorable he's great we're not perfect by any means but you know yeah we work and I feel like that's what we should all work towards is just like working with someone Mm -hmm. and just having a partner yeah Yeah. what are you gonna do okay I know you were did you vision board with Annabelle did you do the whole vision boarding thing no I went to Joshua Tree with my friends and I love that it was fun That's yeah cool. I wish I would have vision board though okay have you made your 2018 vision board yet have you I haven't made one either should we uh, can we please do okay so okay. we're gonna make one so meatballs I want you guys to make one this week too if you're listening do you have any because I haven't made a vision board mm. in probably 10 years do you have any tips for vision boarding for the meatballs yeah um finish it, finish it. Uh, <laughs> for sure but just get a piece of p- paper like construction paper is best lots of magazines cut out a bazillion things that make you happy words whatever and then kind of par it down to what we were talking about before to something really focused you know okay. what I mean keep it streamlined don't have it be too much that you can't even process it okay does that resonate at all with you because that's helped me so much I need that I feel like I'm all over the place um me too Jessica J who's here <laughs> we've been talking to her and I have the same birthday we're both June 14th. What? And we're Geminis. And I feel like, not that we have ADD, but like, I'm always like this, this, this. Like, we're just like all over. Mm-hmm. And like, we're like little golden retrievers. <laughs> just like, yeah. Like, we just love everything. And like, I need to be focused Me in too. on certain things. Like, that's just how it is. But yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, Jacqueline, you have to stand up. You have to look at this right now. <laughs> just take a moment. Whoa. She, I, uh, all right. Tell them more about vision board. Okay. Um. I don't want to say that I, oh my God. Jacqueline, right? 
And I've never seen a rainbow that close. It looks like a rainbow is like shooting from our front yard. You have no idea what is occurring. Wait. It's so beautiful. Wow. Guys, this is like God. The biggest good luck podcast that you will ever listen to. Yes. All of your dreams will come true if you are listening right now to this podcast. Oh my goodness. I kind of want to restate the last thing I said. Maybe it doesn't matter if your stuff is all over the place on your vision board. Okay. I don't know. I you know what? Just cut out shit you love and tape it to a board and hide it from hot guys you want to have sex with or girls <laughs> <laughs> that's my problem I feel like I'm an oversharer. Mm. like I will like tell my significant other my friends everything when it comes to vision boarding or just anything info well, you should with significant others and friends but if it's like a booty call you shouldn't be like hey excuse me I'm gonna go get my vision board and show you the wedding ring <laughs> That I'm trying to manifest. <laughs> Wait, was the bathing suit you just wore on the photo shoot? Was that a wedding bathing suit? She no. makes those, right? She makes wedding, Kate? wedding. What's her name? Suits. K and then the number eight. So it's K. K eight. The Three letter eight. K. The number eight. K. Yes. Look and that up. She says on an uh, oh, swimmer somewhere somewhere. K eight swimmer. Swear I can't talk right now. It's, it's good for a podcast. Stunning. Yeah, they were yeah. great. No, stunning. yours kind of looked like, well, you made it porn chic. I did. I looked very pornish, you but did. whatever. It was amazing. Um, I want to get into some quick reality TV and then we have to go. Okay. Um, because I feel like you watch some of these shows, right? All of them. You have Vail Bloom. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Are you still writing partners? Ish. Ish. Yes. Okay. Do you have anything that we should be looking out for? Um, Vail was on a, one Vanderpump season of Vanderpump Rules. Rules. Yes. Vail and I sold the movie. Ah! Mm-hmm. it's That's called amazing. very human it's a zombie movie um but it's not in production or anything right now so no you still sold a movie we still sold it's about movie. an heiress right no no i'm thinking of something else then i'm thinking of like a christmas yeah oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. different you have such a good memory it's really creepy i know it is yeah see it's a it's a i think it is I was telling my boyfriend like certain outfits and like dates and things and he was like what the fuck yeah it's a little savant level <laughs> yeah I'm not good for anything else me no we're probably you're great <laughs> <laughs> you're highly skilled um <laughs> okay if you could have a meatball dinner with any real housewife who would it be oh gosh okay um I'm gonna have to go with Lisa Renna <gasps> whoa yeah okay we need to go in on this yeah wait I want to know because I can't stand Lisa oh my gosh wait no I'm gonna say Ramona <laughs> do you have your Ramona impression no that's Annabelle, that's Annabelle. Annabelle okay. has the best <laughs> I know I know yours is good no I to ask me to have meatballs with you as Ramona I really this is so <laughs> embarrassing I can't do it. I can't do it. It's okay. I couldn't okay. manifest it. Okay. It's uh, fine. It's fine. Um, okay. So do you, you want meatballs? I no, I can't. Meatballs? I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't have a good Ramona. She's just so annoying. But <laughs> I would insane. definitely want to have dinner with her. Yes. I feel like she is like at her prime right now. I've She's never seen her look better. Tip-top Ramona. Yeah. She looks great. She's just as crazy as ever. And, and it's so entertaining. I need to have I salmon am- with her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for the next season. Like they're letting Luann's letting them document everything that's happening. All right of now. it. All of it. Uh I New York Housewives are just a, a a tier above. They are. I love Beverly Hills right now though. Yeah, it's it's fine, but you know, <laughs> New York is where it's at. But Lisa Rinna, um 
she's a fucking firecracker. She's yeah. And I would just love to see what she gets into. I just want to play with her wigs. Me too. <laughs> I want to meet Harry. I don't mind Dorit right now, though. I am loving Dorit. Her style's on point. Her accent's on point. Yeah. I like the one she's chosen for the season. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Jagger's using words. It's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, her daughter's wardrobe is killing it. <laughs> <laughs> great I, I love the Mellencamp one don't even know her name but it's cool I think we'll never know her we'll name we'll never know her name it's fine it she'll doesn't be matter. fine she's trying to like stir up shit with Erica Jane and Erica's oh. just gonna fucking bye yeah <laughs> we're not it's not happening no okay um if you had to podcast with a Meryl Streep b Caroline Manzo from mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. New Jersey Housewives c Jack Nicholson mm-hmm or D, who would be a good D for you? Ooh, who's the D for me? <laughs> Such a or layered question. <laughs> John Stamos, who would I, it be? I, I, no, I would have to be Meryl Streep. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. You have a Meryl Streep quality about you. Do I? Yeah. Like uh, a, a chill, like classic, but like edgy, like a different, like you're like a twist. She f- makes me feel really grounded and safe and I love her work and just who she is as a person she's so humble so i i don't have that quality if i was meryl (laughs) streep i'd be like stand up everyone (laughs) you're hilarious i am here this is amazing okay britney spears or lady gaga britney spears oh okay i love this Mm -hmm. it's always a different answer with people yeah britney britney bitch bitch that's yeah. cool. Well, that just made me make my decision as to what you're going to be reading at okay. the end of the podcast. I was going to have you read Lady Gaga's Do What You Want lyrics. Mm-hmm. Great song. I don't know it, but it sounds great. Even better that you don't know it. You're not doing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a song she did with R. Kelly. It's oh. called Do What You Want With My Body. It was really good. Um, I decided, because no one's done this, because he just released it like a few days ago, and he's Britney adjacent. Okay. Um, Justin Timberlake's Filthy Lyrics. Amazing. Have you heard the song? I don't think so. Oh, my God, Megan. We're going to play it. We're going to have a dance party in the kitchen. Okay. With the rainbow... Oh, God, it's so pretty. Uh, I'm sorry, guys, if we've been obsessing over the rainbow. It's just amazing. Um, Pick a sentence. You could pick a stanza. You could pick anything. And Mm -hmm. you can read it as Megan. You can read it as a New Jersey housewife. You can read it as Snooki. Okay. You can read it as Ramona. Okay. You can read it as anything you want. Um, I would probably maybe go with this section. This long section? Yeah, anything. Okay. I'm just going to read it in my normal Megan Lisby, Drew Barrymore. Give give your best Drew. No question. I want it. Fire up. Everybody smoking. Your friends, my friends. And they ain't leaving till six in the morning. Six in the morning. Cut a chill, baby. You the coldest. Go far. Put them on notice. If you know what I want, then yeah. Baby, don't you mind if I do? Yeah. I feel like this is so perfect for you. It's like you wanting all the things. I want all the things. You want all the things. Oh, wow. Fire up. Everybody's smoking. That's that's what I want. Fire up. Everybody's, everybody's smoking. smoking. And I don't mean cigarettes. No. Just, just energy. Hot. Hotness. Let's come in hot. We're coming in hot in 2018. We're coming in hot. We're coming in hot. I have bangs. It's happening. 
It's happening. Can you tell the meatballs where to find the person that gave you bangs and all the things she does? Oh my God. It's Miss Jessica J M S J A S S I C A G A Y. Did I just say G A Y? Wait. Jessica Gay? <laughs> you just called her Jessica Gay. You're going to get a whole different page if you go to Jessica Gay. That's a very okay, different dyslexic. situation. J A Y. <laughs> Jessica, do you want to do, do it? Jessica, get over here. Oh, you're good? Okay. okay. It's Jessica J. J A Y. Miss Jessica J. M S. Jessica J A Y. Instagram. Instagram. And if you want lashes, spray tans, bangs, facials, all the things, you need to go to her. We all go to her. It's, what did you call it? The power woman? Or you were talking about women getting oh, together. I cut out on my vision board a picture of all these girls wearing the same hat. Mm-hmm. And then I cut out power players and put it on there because I just want all my girlfriends and all the listeners and everybody and guys too to just raise up and we bring each other and I want us all to be successful. Yeah. That's what we're doing. So she makes us power players. Mm-hmm. Look, Jessica flawless. really does. She yeah. makes us at least 12 points hotter than she's like queen power player. Mm-hmm. And she's so hot too. She's so hot. And it's we're so Gemini dumb. Yeah. So if I ever am absent from the podcast, she's going to host it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same, but she looks like a Barbie. Um, Pimp yourself out. Where can everyone find you? You look like a Barbie too. You both do. I am on Instagram at Megan Granger and you spell my name (laughs) G-A-Y-G-A-Y. My name is spelled M-E-A-G-A-N-G-R-A-I-N-G-E-R. Perfect. Mm -hmm. You're perfect. You're perfect. You're both perfect. Meatballs, you're oh, perfect. Oh, right. And Superficial Magic. Yes. Listen to that. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. And tell it. Okay. So listen to Superficial Magic on, po- on iTunes, iTunes. And then tell them where they can find you in Seattle. They can find us at Seattle at the Underground. And that's in Seattle on the Saturday. And uh, Adderall and Compliments. Listen to that too. Yes. And I, I co-host... Um, Sometimes Kren Olympias podcast. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so random with Kren. Just so podcasts. random for you Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise fans out there. Exactly. Yeah, so random with Kren. You are doing, you are hustling. I know you like to pretend you're not, but you are. And I'm so proud of you. And you're funny as fuck. I didn't even get to mention that we were on a show together at the Laugh Factory and you just killed it. You killed it. I, I love that you can just stand there and just talk and just be you and not have to, like, I literally, like, I'm much more of a physical mm-hmm. comic. Mm-hmm. So I, like, respect someone that just fucking, you're just a joke zinger and a storyteller. And I love that. So, but you're a performer. Yeah, yeah. You're a performer. It's fun. We all bring it. We all bring it. Yeah, so thank you for bringing it. And thank you for, for bringing being it. Being a power player. Bring it um, on, you guys. And Meatballs, thank you for reading and listening and sharing with your friends and just supporting each other. I really appreciate it. Uh, and that's uh, What's Your Jersey. I'm Giacomo Fuji, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.